0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. Chris Meany here with you. 3 games on the ice this evening and all playoff games. That's right. I'm not going to talk any regular season games with you and good because the playoffs have been absolutely lit, haven't they? Right? An NHL record 3 overtime games to start the 2021 playoffs. Almost had a fourth. Braden Point had to ruin it for us late in that game, and what an epic game won between the Panthers and the Lightning. This is exactly what we talked about here on the Mayo Media Network when we previewed that series with Cam Stewart and Matty Best, that it was going to be highly entertaining, the first matchup in the postseason between those two teams, and it really was just phenomenal. Hopefully we get six more games like that, well, similar. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Florida win a couple, I'll tell you that. But it really was uh, a phenomenal Game 1. And i got three games to talk about here today. We're going to have Game 1 between the St. Louis Blues and the Colorado Avalanche. The Avs, heavy home favorites, of course. And then Carolina, also heavy home favorites as they welcome in The Nashville Predators. So game one between those two teams and then game two between Washington and Boston. Of course, I mentioned the overtime games to start on Saturday evening. Washington took game one by a score of three to two in extra time. So coming at you late here on a Sunday evening, not a lot of shot props available, but I have a pretty good idea of, you know, certainly an an idea of what ones I want to attack and roughly the price or what the prop total will be set at. But There is money to be won over at prizepicks.com, and they've been doing a really good job throughout these playoffs to just give you props available ahead of time. You could have had Sidney Crosby on the Sunday against the Islanders and taken the over on Pasternak or... Miko Rannan. How could I forget my guy? And those are the two I'm looking at here today. But prizepicks.com. Use the promo code here, the link inside the description of this video, a 100% first deposit match of up to $100 when you use that promo code. And you can mix and match across all the sports that you love. So I mentioned Pasternak and Miko and Of course, I'm going to go with Miko Rannan here. His prop total is set at 46 and Pasternak set at 4.4. So I don't really have a lot to say when it comes to these two guys. You've if you've watched all year, you know that I, I really like David uh, David Pasternak and I like Miko Randon. More importantly, I like Miko Rantanen. Uh, but 4.6 against the Blues, two multi-point games against St. Louis this season. Only five games against St. Louis, but he's had at least four shots in three of the five. Uh, you know, that top line is just so good. And now that it's playoff time, you, you're, you're going to see them just get a lot of ice time. Almost full two minutes on PPs. 20-plus minutes is a lock. That's one thing I really like about these three players when I talk about Rantanen. Gabriel Landeskog, and Nathan McKinnon, i take the over on him, prize picks today as well, is that, you know, they play a lot. It's just over and over they get that ice time. Sometimes you see them not get double shifted, but on there before that fourth line jumps over the board uh, a second time around. So I'm certainly into and over 4.6. And, you know, we hit a bunch of shot props over at FTN on yesterday's Um, you know, just yesterday's action. And so they have a lot of shot props available. They'll surface a little bit closer to puck drop. I'll circle back here on the YouTube video. And then David Pasternak, 4.4 against Washington. It was a quiet first game for that top line, the perfection line. But Pasternak was all over it. I mean, he had six shots on goal. A ton of shot attempts for him as well. So I like the over, and I think Boston... Uh, Bounces back, at least from an offensive standpoint. I think we'll see a little bit more from that top line here today. So check out prizepicks.com. Follow the link inside the description of this video for that first deposit match of up to $100. Okay, so let's get after today. As I mentioned, the three overtime games to start and the fourth was just a, a classic finish Sunday night in Florida, uh, but today we move on. But I wanted to just give some love to uh, FTN, and if you're looking to be uh, part of the FTN fam throughout these playoffs, we have an all-new price: 24 bucks will get you the rest of the Stanley Cup playoffs. You can use a promo code Mini or use that promo code Mayo. Uh, yesterday we went 13 and five, up eight units. We had the Crosby shot prop Barkoff Bennett plus money again, Kaprizov. Capriza, I think it's 14 straight games he's done it. Man, what a, he's just such a player. Tuck, Petrangelo, so We had Kucherov at a great price. We had Kucherov. What I think is a great price at minus 140 for Kucherov over two and a half shots. Didn't really show too many signs of rust. You know, there was a breakaway where he he bobbled the puck and you know maybe some fatigue, certainly at, at points in that game. But his value is on the power play. Uh, we had the over on an assist plus money for him. The over one assist. Uh, well. assists for Kucherov and for Barkov. Both of them were plus money. Kucherov is just such a player on the power play. He is just so fun to watch. We missed him all year. and He's going to be an issue for Florida if they want to advance. They're going to have to try to find a way to limit him and just stay out of the penalty box because that team was really throwing their body around. On Sunday as a physical series, but so we had that. Uh, we missed on Hornquist and Fiala for two extra parlays and four more units there to be won. Unfortunately, had the under in Vegas, Minnesota at plus money. Uh, we had the over between the Panthers and the Bolts, but I had Florida and I had Pittsburgh as well. So thirteen and five plus eight units. Use that promo code Mini or Mayo if you want in on the action the rest of the way. And it's a great chat inside the Discord channel. As well, so if you are looking to be part of the squad, check out ftbets.com/slash/pricing. ftmbets.com up at the top. Hit that chat link; it'll get you inside our NHL bets Discord channel. Any questions? You can hit me up here in the YouTube section or at Chris Meaney. So wasted enough of your time already? Let's get after tonight, okay? Boston and Washington. The Caps are home. Dogs here, despite the one-nothing series lead. Plus 112 is the best I'm finding over at ftmbets.com. You can use a free parlay calculator, free prop shop for the best possible odds. Total here at 5.5 in Boston, minus 128. I'm really tempted to go back to Washington. Well, not go back. I I mean, I am on the Bruins to win this series, and I expected them. um, Well, I didn't expect them to win game one, but I had them to win game one, and I was on the wrong side of that. You know this is a good price here for Washington. The game was fairly close. Obviously it went to overtime. The shots at 5 and 5 were 25 to 21 in favor of Washington. The scoring chances 27 to 20. The high danger chances in favor of Boston 8 to 5. The shot attempts at 5 and 5 55 to 52. So really it was a close game. Uh, the top line as I mentioned very quiet. We had Pashnak with the six shots, but Bergeron just a zero across the board. He left at one point in the game and came back. He played over 20 minutes, but that line overall, I mean, they looked okay and they graded out fine in terms of looking at the numbers at five and five, 18 to 12, the shot attempts in favor of them, nine to six, the shots, seven to six, the scoring chances, and three nothing high danger chances. It was, um, it was really the Ovechkin line that 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 had a strong game and and a better game. I, I thought maybe they'd catch a break here getting Craig Anderson, but late Sunday I saw Ilya. Um, Samsonov and Evgeny Kuznetsov both come off the COVID list. I don't even mean if I don't know if that's for certain that they're going to play. I'd say yes, both will play if you're off the list. That's usually how it's gone, uh, at, you know, all season long. Craig Anderson is capable, but it's a big drop off, I believe. Even though Samsonov hasn't been all that good this season, he hasn't been consistent, but it's a it's a big gap in terms of talent. Anderson's not far removed from taking the Sens to Game 7 in the third round in overtime against the Penguins. I think he can hold the fort down, but if he has to be the starting goaltender the rest of the way, uh, at least in this first round, it's it's not going to be good. That That's going to be advantage Boston. But I just think because the desperation factor, something I'm going to bring up a lot on this show here in the playoffs, you go down 2-0, it's tough. Like Boston is built for this. Uh, it's going to be a very close, entertaining series the entire way, but I think I have to lean here with the Bruins. I like the over 5.5. I know we didn't get there in the last game, just the five goals, but for the most part, these two teams played two overs. Um, six. It was at least six goals in every game but two, and that last game... The regular season was just like an AHL contest. It was 2-1. So I I like the over. Especially, it doesn't matter to me if Anderson is in or Samsonov. You know, he hasn't played in a little bit. And like I said, I just he hasn't been all that consistent this year. So give me Boston and the over. Uh, From a shot prop standpoint, Ovechkin, 3.5. It's playoff time now. This guy's putting everything on net. Uh, Four shots for him in game one. And Pasternak, same sort of deal. He's going to be at 3.5. I like Ovechkin more, but I like Pasternak here to get a goal this evening and to... Uh, eclipsed three-and-a-half shots. So at least six goals in six of the eight games, as I mentioned. I think we see uh, some offense in game number two. It could open up here a little bit. And I thought it opened up in the second half. There was a little bit more offense and teams just kind of feeling each other out, even though they played each other so much this season. All right, the next one, Nashville and Carolina. Carolina min- minus 182, the total here at five. The under five at plus 120 is very, very intriguing. I am, uh, I'm into it. Nashville plus 165. We talked about this series in the preview show, but I'll just recap a little bit. Uh, six and two, Carolina took the season series. They outscored Nashville twenty-four to seventeen over that span. They took the first six games of this series, uh, and they outscored the Predators twenty-three to nine in the process. And five or fewer goals in five of game, five of the games, and six or fewer in all eight of these games. That's why that total is at five. That's why it's plus one twenty for the under. I just dig it. I, I just Carolina is going to own the puck here. UC Saros has been really good. I know a lot of people think that maybe he's going to regress. Maybe he won't until next year. It's very possible that he just continues to play this good throughout the playoffs because he's been awesome for over two months now. So I think Carolina's going to own the puck. Like I said, I think they're going to put a lot of pucks on net. So guys like Sveshnikov over two and a half shots is absolutely in play. He had um, he had the over and four of five to start the season, the last time he played the Preds, it was after they clinched and they were missing some guys. I don't really take a a whole lot of stock into those two games, which the Preds won by the way, three-one and five-nothing. Um, but again, there was one game where Carolina didn't play any of their defensemen, and Jake Gardner led the way. Uh, so that's, I mean, Gardner's been a healthy scratch, you know, for a, a big. Majority of the season, the second half at least, he hasn't been a factor at all. So, Carolina is obviously going to be at full health here. And the biggest thing for me in, in attacking the under, and I really would like it to be Alex Ndelkovic. You guys know this. I think it's going to be Morazek. I don't think that's going to be a problem against the Preds. I think it's going to be a problem in the second round if they get past the Preds. I would like it to be Nadelkovich, but even still, since April 1st at 5-5, five five, Carolina 1.73 goals against per 60. It's the second best mark in the league, and Nashville, 1.94 goals against per 60. It's the best mark in the league. That's why I like the under. Carolina's going to have their way. They're going to like they're going to own possession and they are going to dominate at 5 on 5. There's really no doubt about that, but Saros is going to keep them in games. I think the series is going to go six. I don't think it's going to be as easy as what people think, but I like Carolina here. It's tough to get behind teams on the puck line in the playoffs, uh, but I could see it. I like the under, though. I really think Carolina and the under gives you a little bit of value there at plus money with the under, seeing that Carolina are just such heavy favorites here. But on the flip side with Nashville, um, they're top five in goals for per 60, 2.88 over the last – Five weeks of the season doesn't make you feel good about the under when you hear that kind of statistic but uh, I like Carolina's defense and I like whoever is going to be in net I just like Nedeljkovic slightly more but give me Carolina the over on Sveshnikov two and a half shots I think Ajo is absolutely in play uh, I think Ajo plus money for an assist is a, a decent play as well Philip Forgeberg two and a half shots quiet in a couple games against Carolina, but his first three games, he was very strong, and he had eight shots in one of those games. So Forsberg's that trigger man. He's going to shoot the puck uh, often. You couldn't. He may even be 3, 3.5 on some books, but if you can find 2.5, uh, I would go as high as minus 170. you got to put him into a parlay, but uh, the play is Sveshnikov ahead of both of those guys. Okay, so the third game here, St. Louis plus 240 at Colorado, minus 263. The total here, 5.5. The season series was tight, 5-3 in favor of Colorado. They had scored St. Louis 26-18. to The Blues won the first game of the regular season, and then Colorado bounced back and won 8-0, and then they reeled off uh, four more wins after that. So we did see a lot of offense in this series, uh, but there were times where it was quiet, but six or fewer goals uh, in five of the eight. But there were some big games, like 8-0, 4-3, 5-3. So there were some big explosive games and some that were just right at that number. I'll probably stay away from the total. Just because Philip Grubauer Philip Grubauer is just so good, <laughs> uh, I, he could you know let in one or two, and then I do have some respect still for the St. Louis team. I think they have a lot of players. It's just a couple years removed from from winning the Stanley Cup, so I'll stay away from the co- total. But this is another one I feel like it's a it's a four one or four two game that would get the over on the five and a half. But uh, it's just a, it's just, I'm not feeling it. Uh, I'm just not feeling that Colorado to me. Uh, definitely in play here. Uh, the Blues as I mentioned took 2 of 3 uh, against Colorado late in the season, late in April, but the Avs were shorthanded in those games. Uh, the Avs just so dominant at home, 22-4 and 2 tied with Pittsburgh for the best home record. And you look at the Colorado overall at 5 and 5. This is where they're so dominant. They're first overall in goals at 5 and 5, they're third per 60. 5 and 5 goals four, number 1. Um Yeah, tripping over my numbers here, but goals for overall number one at five and five per 60, number one goals against overall number three, and then five and five number three. So they're just, they don't give up much and they're generating a ton. Uh, and St. Louis was a little bit better defensively in the last five weeks of the season. Overall, 2.98 goals against per 60. And that was 19th, uh, best mark in the NHL. Uh, so, Struggling overall to, uh, to limit the goals, but over the last five weeks of the season, the top 10 mark, uh, 2.25 goals against per 60, top 10 in the NHL. The Avs, number five, and then number eight in goals four in the Blues, number 17 in goals four. Rantan, two-point game, give it to me. McKennan, I expect him to return to the lineup. Two-point game, give it to me as well. Uh, Rantan, like we said off the top, he's our guy. At least four shots in three of the five against the Blues. Had two multi point games over there as well. So I see a four, I see a four one game. I wouldn't be shocked with a three nothing game. I think a majority of the offense does come from this top line. So all those shot props are in play. And if Ranton, if you find that he's a ridiculous price or he's up to three and a half or you don't want to get behind Nate McKenna three and a half, I think Landis at two and a half is in play too. He's been fairly consistent over the last 10 or 12 games or so. So that's going to do it from, uh, yeah, I got Landis got written down. But from a DFS standpoint, I'll run through here quickly what I'm thinking. I'm spending up at center with McKinnon and either Ajo or Bergeron at 6'9". I think he's a strong tournament play. But if you're playing cash, it's McKinnon and Ajo. And then just find some value at wing. There is value at the center position. Krejci, Backstrom, Oshie, Kadri. I like those, all four of those guys, but McKinnon for me and Aho. I'm going to have some exposure to Bergeron and that top line in tournaments because of the quiet game. And I just, when one team loses like that, especially the leadership on that line, like they lost game one, they got it, they feel like they got to win game two. And that line has been just so good for years. I just expect a very strong performance from them. And if I had to choose from the value between Krejci, Backstrom, Oshie, and Kadri, it would be Kadri. I would, uh, I would play him, but I think we'll see some offense in Boston and Washington. That's why I mentioned those other three. Landeskog at six 6'8 is underpriced. I don't get it. Uh, you can fit him in with McKinnon. Uh, you could really just stack that entire line and then just find some value, um, you know, at wing here with potentially Saad 2'6. Getting back in the lineup. He practiced over the weekend. Natchez 4'6". Uh, I would pair him up with Trochek, though. I think Trochek is in play at center. You can just one-off uh, Natchez at 4-6. That second line with Trochek, Natchez, and Nito Nito-Rider was really good to finish the season. They would be the the contrarian stack, as I think most will go to Tivo Teravine and Aho and Sveshnikov up at the top. But Kadri 5-4, Birikovsky 5-1, Donskoy 4-2. All very solid prices. Makar is my favorite defenseman at 6'4". After that, Hamilton 6'6". I think Matt Grizzlick is in play. He put a few pucks on net 4'5". Schultz, 4'1", I think is in play. If Pareko and Dunn don't play, I would go up to Krug. I think Krug and maybe just come off of Hamilton. Krug, I mean, he could. He's pro- he would probably play 22, 23 minutes, and he'd rack up maybe a couple blocks. I mean, Colorado just shoots the pucks so much that if you're playing on DraftKings, the block bonus is always in play uh, for defenseman up against the Colorado Avalanche. And Schultz, I noticed, return, and he played over 20 minutes, and he's getting some time on the second power play unit. So uh, for goal, the Carolina guys, Morazic, Nedeljkovic, whoever plays, I think Grubauer is fine at 8-4 if you can get there. Uh, I don't think I'm actually getting there myself. Uh, I think the ultimate contrarian tournament play, if you're playing three lineups, is UC Saros at 7-5. I know it seems crazy, and I'm talking about the Abs hitting their shot props, but at 7-5, probably going to hit the – Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Soros is not playing uh, Colorado, but Carolina, the same thing applies Carolina with the shot props and those, and like Sveshnikov and Ajo. I like those guys in DFS. I'd like them to pick up points here, but Soros will be the contrarian goaltender to play here this evening at seven five. He can get that save bonus. In fact, I think he will. I, I think Carolina put up 40 plus shots and he's just been so good over the past two months, that him at 7-5, as a contrarian play, it would allow you to be a little unique with that Colorado stack. Uh, And super contrarian if you just went with that Boston stack, like Boston Line 1 or Colorado Line 2. Boston Line 1, Colorado Line 2 with Staros. You're being very different there. And I think you have to be on these smaller slates, three-game slates. If you're playing one lineup, you're playing cash, forget about it. If you're going into a tournament, you're playing multiple lineups, You're going to have to get unique here uh, come playoff time with only three games on the schedule. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, Just to recap here, I like Carolina and the under. I can get behind Carolina and the puck line, but I like the Hurricanes and the under there. I like Boston to bounce back with some goals, the Bruins and the over 5.5, and I like Colorado. I mean, they're just – maybe you want to put them into a parlay. It's tough here. The Avs, what did I say that they're at? They're minus – almost minus 300. It's it's extremely tough to – to just pick them straight up, you'd have to get them in a minus two sixty-three. What are you gonna do? I, I can get behind the puck line. I can, if you want. Uh, it's not a play. It's not a strategy. I'm gonna take too often here in the postseason. But Colorado and Carolina, two very strong teams at home, and with just very strong goaltending. So even if they run into hot goalies, you know, a three-one win or a three-nothing win or a four-two win or something like that and we are on our way. Uh, Thanks for hanging out. A little different, just riding solo here, but uh, we'll work through it as we go throughout the playoffs. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Smash that like button. Use the promo code or Mayo. Use the promo code inside the link of the description of this video for prizepicks.com. Good luck on the ice. Hit me up if you have any questions. I'll circle back before puck drop here on this video. Thanks again for taking the time to hang out, and we will talk to you soon. Cheers.